0: Taiwan has widened COVID testing to cover people in high-risk occupations such as food delivery or department store sales. Doctors can now order tests for high-risk workers who report COVID symptoms like a fever or respiratory distress. The change comes as Taiwan sees a resurgence in COVID cases that's fueling fears of community transmission.
1: delivery workers spend their day out and about facing elevated coronavirus risk. The CECC is now allowing testing for people with COVID symptoms if they are high-risk workers like couriers and department store staff or the close contacts of recent arrivals. Tests will need to be ordered by a doctor after a physical evaluation. The CECC has also added diarrhea of unknown cause to the list of COVID symptoms. Not only that, the pandemic continues to grow, and as reports emerge of Taiwan exporting COVID cases to other countries. Although some of those cases were ruled out as Taiwan exports, virus fears are intensifying within the country.:
2: So this is a big warning sign. It means that within the community, the virus is spreading slowly. This is the start of the next wave of rapid COVID spread. If you don't do something now, it'll be very dangerous later on. Right now, our policies are moving toward widening COVID screening. In terms of how this epidemic is developing, that's the correct direction to be taking.
1: Dr. Huang Liming says airports could see a major breach in epidemic defense if inbound travelers fail to report the symptoms. He said widening universal testing would help minimize the risk of community spread.
0: With COVID cases rising sharply in Paraguay, Taiwanese citizens that living there will soon receive 100,000 face masks from Taiwan. These masks were donated by the Taiwan Friends Association and a domestic mask manufacturer. Taiwan's government says it will provide assistance to get the masks through customs without issue.
2: With the help of the Overseas Community Affairs Council, Taiwan Friends Association and Taiwanese mask manufacturer Nan Enterprise are donating 100,000 masks. These masks will go to Paraguay, Taiwan's only diplomatic ally in South America. They are meant to help Taiwanese citizens in Paraguay get through the pandemic safely.
1: It is an honor for us to have the ability to help countries where the pandemic has occurred. That is something that we should do. We're all in it together. We need to drive home this concept. I'm thankful to the Overseas Community Affairs Council, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Embassy because we need their assistance. If we worked so hard to send over the mask and they got confiscated, all our efforts would be in vain. Because of the pandemic, when you arrive in Paraguay, there are custom clearances and other checks. So without the government's assistance, sometimes it may be slower or take longer. The masks won't be sent out until around next Monday. So the Overseas Community Affairs Council will interact and cooperate closely with the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and embassies abroad.
2: Taiwan's government and private organizations are working together to support Taiwan citizens on the other side of the world.
0: Rumors are swirling over who will be the next chair of Taiwan's Strait Exchange Foundation, the semi-official organization that handles cross-strait affairs. The post has been vacant since David Lee resigned early August to become the president's chief of staff. One figure strongly tipped for SEF chair has been former KMT lawmaker Wang Jingping. In an interview on Thursday with FTV, Wang denied that he had been offered the post, though he said he was asked about it four years ago. Let's hear from him now.
1: After she was elected in 2016, she immediately had someone invite me. I told her that the issue of the 1992 consensus was not resolved, so cross-strait stability and peace could not be maintained. I told her that it would be useless for me to take the post and I politely declined. Since we don't want to use the 1992 consensus when engaging in cross-strait affairs, we need to stake out a new position. This new position calls for new terminology. This new term, you have to see if it will be accepted by both sides. I believe that both sides have many things to discuss."
0: The presidential office has also denied Wang's appointment. In a statement issued Thursday, it said the candidate for SEF chairman was still under discussion. It said that for now, SEF vice chairman Rock Shu will serve as acting SEF chair. The builders of a Tainan apartment that collapsed in 2016 have been ordered to pay 450 million NT in damages. The Tainan District Court ruled in favor of the 114 plaintiffs in a class action suit against six executives, engineers and architects. The six were responsible for the Guan Jinlong building, which toppled in an earthquake on February 6, 2016, killing 115 people and injuring over 100. The court award is about one-tenth of what the plaintiffs asked for, although they said that the ruling was, quote, acceptable. This case is one of several lawsuits filed against the builders since 2016, most of which remain pending. Taiwan shares plunged on Thursday following the tightening of U.S. sanctions on Chinese telecom giant Huawei. Shares of key Huawei supplier Mediatek hit 551 NT at its intraday low before closing down 7.22% at 565 NT. The weighted index traded under firm negative pressure, closing down 416 points or 3.26% on turnover of 347 point four million NT Asian markets were weak across the board Japan's Nikkei shared 229 points South Korea's Kospi lost 86 points and Hong Kong's Hang Seng closed down 387 points Taiwanese-American basketball star Jeremy Lin has successfully gained a Taiwanese passport. The Interior Ministry celebrated the decision with a press conference with Lin's father. Lin currently plays for the Beijing Ducks in China, and his newly official Taiwanese status could be a boon for his career. His younger brother, Joseph, currently plays in Taiwan's semi-pro basketball league, and he, too, has been granted an ROC passport.
1: Interior Minister Xu Guoyong expresses Taiwan's welcome to Jeremy Lin's father. Jeremy and his brother Joseph, who plays in Taiwan's SBL, have just gained Taiwanese passports.
2: My wife and I were both born in Taiwan and have ROC passports. After we went to the U.S., we had three children. We always wanted to help them gain ROC passports, too.
1: Jeremy Lin's new passport was issued on July 30th.
2: In the past, he has expressed a strong sense of identity with and ideas about Taiwan. As a Taiwanese person, it's extremely normal for him to apply for a passport. It's his first time applying, so there were some procedures which we assisted him with.
1: There's still hope for those who'd like to see the star of Lin's sanity play for a Taiwanese team.
2: Whether he might come back to play here, that depends completely on the kid's wishes and if an opportunity comes up.
1: Last season, Lin joined the CBA Beijing Ducks with the status of a foreign player. His new Taiwanese passport may mean he can renew his contract in a different category as a Taiwanese citizen, which would free up a valuable space on his team's foreign player quota. But with the tense state of cross-strait relations today, Lincoln only hope that his efforts to further his career in Beijing don't ruffle the feathers of his fans in Taiwan.
0: The world-renowned Jew Percussion Group has produced a new concert for children called Bling Bling Big Adventure. It features more than 100 instruments and 11 fun arrangements sure to get the kids up and dancing. The show premiered in Taipei on August 15th and will go on tour across 10 cities and counties until mid-October.
3: The performers dance and sing on stage, accompanied by instruments including drums, xylophone, and triangles. This is a brand new children's concert by Jew Percussion Group called Bling Bling Big Adventure. The concert features 11 songs, including an adaptation of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Children and their parents are invited to sing and dance along to the tunes.
1: We have 11 songs arranged for this performance. The design of our children's concert is very different from that of ordinary concerts. In addition to the listening experience, children can also participate and interact with the performers. The music imparts a lot of knowledge, including a lot of knowledge about musical instruments. Our arrangements allow seemingly simple instruments to shine in creative ways.
4: The
3: show tells the story of three anthropomorphic beings on an adventure. The group's mission is to get kids excited about percussion.
1: We take the story of a big adventure and combine it with music performance and performer-audience interaction. We hope they'll listen to some good music and get to better understand these musical instruments. We have over 100 instruments, such as the xylophone, glockenspiel, jazz drums, bass drums, small ancient drums, African drums, and Latin drums.
3: Bling Bling Big Adventure premiered August 15th at Taipei's Metropolitan Hall. There will be more than two dozen showings across 10 cities and counties over the next two months.
0: Austin News, Stephanie Yang, Huang Yutun, in Taipei. The clear waters and scenic views of Yilan's Nan'ao South River are always a major tourist draw. But this summer, the area has seen more than double the number of tourists, resulting from domestic travel promotions. Visitors can float downstream on swim tubes or go on a river-tracing adventure for a fun way to cool off.
2: Floating on swim tubes, people of all ages ride along the river's current. They drift downstream and enjoy the scenic views of the mountains.
4: <laughs> 撞到石头了, 差点烦了。<laughs> 差点烦了。<laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> as the tourists float toward the rapids, the steep drops have them screaming with delight again and again. But this brown dog is unruffled as it paddles in the water.
1: Wow, so strong.
2: In the sweltering heat, even the dog is wearing a life jacket as it takes to the water like a fish in the sea. This is Ilan's Nan Ao South River. Surrounded by mountains and clear streams, the spa attracts many tourists to come and experience river tubing.
4: The total length of the course is around three kilometers. In terms of time, it takes around three hours from changing clothes to returning after everyone has showered. Since the waning of Taiwan's epidemic, everyone's been turning to domestic tourism. There's a lot more people this time compared to last year. At least two or three times more people. Parents can enjoy themselves to their heart's content. The coaches look after the children. Whoa.
2: The coach is impressed with a backflip into the water. Noticing the excitement, the brown dog appears again, eager to give it a try as well. In addition to river tubing, river tracing is also very popular. Float downstream on a swim tube for a refreshing ride, or trek upstream for a river-tracing adventure. Though they're two very different experiences, both can be enjoyed
0: among the lush mountains and gurgling streams. There are still months to go before the mid-autumn festival, but pre-orders have already opened for mooncake gift sets. A hotel and the Taiwan Railway's administration are offering cakes in a box shaped like a Puyoma train. The set is expected to be a hit with train enthusiasts. It contains four mooncake flavors, lotus seed paste with egg yolk, jujube paste, jujube with long an, and egg yolk with exo sauce. Another hotel is offering chocolate moon cakes made with pingdong-grown cacao beans. The cakes contain biscuits flavored with assorted Taiwanese teas. Farmers' associations are a staple of Taiwan's rural economy, connecting producers with their customers. But many are struggling to attract younger families to their stores. And with loyal customers getting on in years, new strategies are called for. One association in Tainan is blazing a trail with a recently renovated store that could rival the swankiest boutique. It even holds live streams of cooking events, bringing a touch of glamour to groceries. Let's take a look.
4: Elegant lighting, spacious layout, and fashionable wood-finished counters. It looks like a food court in a high-end department store. But this is Mondo's Farmers Association in Tainan. <laughs> <laughs> After 28 years in business, the association has had a makeover, and it's thanks to Chief Sun Ming.
3: Even we didn't want to put on the uniforms that were 28 years old, so that's why I changed them to provide a sales platform for our farmers, especially our small farmers and young farmers.
4: Right in the middle of the market sit two kitchen islands, where staff can stream promotional videos and demos of how to use their products. They plan to invite famous culinary experts to join in as well and give the local producers a 21st century marketing boost.
3: The coronavirus hit this year, and as it happened, I had a new soy sauce and a new Japanese-style sauce about to hit the shelves. I thought originally I'd hold a press conference, but because of the virus, that wasn't such a good idea. Then we decided to stream a promo filmed here at the Kitchen
0: Island.
4: Farmers' associations have a long history in Taiwan, but many are feeling the pinch as their loyal customers get on in years. They must turn to new strategies to attract a younger clientele.